Welcome to the Writer's Corner, a special episode edition of The Power Within Her, where we're all about learning how to write books. My name's Megan, and I'm a super enthusiastic author, future publisher, and current writing coach with 10 years of writing and teaching experience. Now, I'm on a mission to empower you to write the story that I know you're itching to write. Because, girlfriend, your voice and experience in story matters. So together, we're going to lean into the fear, dance with doubt, and have some fun as we develop the skills and mindset you need to write your own book. Are you ready to begin your journey to be an author? All right then, let's turn the page. Hey, hey, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Power Within Her Writer's Corner edition. I am so excited that you're here because today we are chatting about a really juicy topic that's in my DMs right now, and that is how do you write your book in a year? So let's talk about it. First of all, I like this question, but I also don't like this question. (laughs) And I know that doesn't make a lot of sense, but I like this question because it makes sense, right? As women who want to write books that create impact in this world, we want to know how long is it going to take? Like, what can we reasonably expect to tell our audiences and our platforms to expect the book? So it makes perfect sense in that way. But I also don't like this question (laughs) because it really lends itself to comparison and to arbitrary timelines and to pressure that doesn't need to be there, right? So my sort of short-winded answer (laughs) to this question of how long does it take to write a book is honestly, it depends. It depends on you. It depends on your season of life. It depends on how much you can make writing a priority. It depends on whether you are working with a publisher, indie or traditional like a big publisher, um, something like Penguin or something like that, um, or whether you are putting this book out yourself. Like there are so many factors that will affect that book timeline, right? And I think the number one thing, honestly, that will affect our book timeline is what we talked about in the last Writer's Corner um, episode all about is it the right season to write or not? Because when you can't make writing a priority, and I don't mean that in a judgmental way, but like when you can't make writing a priority, it's going to make the, the timeline longer. It's going to stretch that timeline. And that is not a bad thing, right? There are some people too even who are in a season of life um, where they can make writing a priority, but it still just takes longer. So There is no right or wrong timeline here. It takes as long as it's going to take. Don't put those arbitrary pressures and timelines on yourself. It depends on the person. It depends on your season of life. It takes as long as it's going to take to get that book out into the world, right? Because what we're talking about here is quality um, versus speed, right? And so that's another thing I've talked about here on the podcast as well. And I will link that below um, for you as well, because, you know, if you're sitting there and you're like, yes, I'm in a season of life where I can write, this is amazing. I can make it a priority. I'm going to crank this thing out (laughs) in three months and you do it. It's like, yes, that's amazing. I'm an author. I got it out in three months, but you know, it took, it took a lot out of you energetically. It's made it so that you didn't enjoy the process and it made it so that, you know, the product wasn't as good as it could have been, right? Because you've sacrificed quality for speed. So you kind of see how how time really doesn't matter with a book, right? Like it takes as long as it's going to take. And I know I sound like a broken record <laughs> right now, but I seriously believe that you will get the book out into the world when it needs to be up and out and into the world. 
So now that I've given you my honest two cents about timelines when it comes to writing a book, I do want to dive in here to a reasonable, doable timeline for you to be able to write your book in a year. And honestly, truly, I use the words reasonable and doable very very lightly, (laughs) very hedgingly, because what's doable and reasonable for one person is going to be completely different for another. So what I'm going to share with you is the timeline that I take personally for my books and my projects. And the only reason I'm doing this is because it can be really, really helpful to see how other writers and authors produce their books, right? To see what different timelines look like and how much time it actually takes for each part of the writing process. But please, please, please know that what works for me might not work for you. So please do not fall into the comparison trap. Just use this episode and this information as research to figure out what you should do that's best for you for your book timeline, okay? So let's get into it. Um, Before we talk about how long each part of the writing process takes, we got a quick break down the writing process. So typically, um, the, the writing process, it follows like four to five phases, okay? So the writing process is the set of actions that you take as the writer to produce your book. So the first step in um, the writing process is typically some sort of pre-writing, brainstorming, or planning, right? So that's the part of the writing process where you figure out what kind of a book you want to write, you figure out who it's for, why you're writing it, all of that kind of stuff, right? So it's very like planning, plotting stage. Then you move into stage or phase two, which is the drafting stage of the writing process. And that's where you actually take all of your brainstorming and your planning and all that kind of stuff and you actually turn it into paragraphs and pages and the the actual manuscript, right? Like you're actually writing your book. And then after that, you are in the feedback stage. So this is the part of the writing process where you take a break from your manuscript. You hand it off to somebody else and they will give you feedback. So then after you get feedback, you will dig into that feedback. You'll dig into those comments, see what the person said, and then start to make changes to your manuscript. And the revision stage is not about commas or grammar. It is about making holistic, massive change to ideas, to your organization, all of that kind of stuff. And then after you revise, you get to enter the editing stage, which is very exciting because you're almost near the end. And the editing stage, you would then, again, hand off the manuscript to a editor and they will check for all the grammar, all the formatting, all of the, the commas, all of that kind of stuff, typos, all of that good stuff that will make the manuscript polished. And then you're in the final stages where you have all of the Um, the cover design, marketing, promotion, and publishing. So those are the phases of the writing process. Pre-writing, drafting, feedback, revising, editing, and then publishing. So now that we know what those phases are, let's kind of break down those different phases and how long, you know, each person should approximately, like majorly approximately, (laughs) spend on each of those phases. So for me, I usually spend about a month in that pre-writing phase where I'm getting really clear on the kind of book I want to write, who it's for, why I'm writing it, what the purpose of the entire book is, and all the different ideas that I could have for it. I even get into how am I going to organize this? What am I going to write about for 300 pages? All of that kind of stuff. And for me, a month is really, really empowering and supportive because it gives me enough time to play. It gives me enough time to just kind of throw things out there and see what's what. 
and then I go from there. So a month for me is really, really comfortable. So after I spend a month planning and plotting out a book and really getting comfortable with the idea um, that I'm going to write about, we then move on to the drafting stage. And so I love that stage. I absolutely love that drafting stage because you get to take your raw ideas and who the book is for and what the book's about and you get to turn that into sentences and paragraphs and then it becomes over time a whole ass manuscript and that is so exciting. And then in terms of time, like how long does it take to draft? Like, oh, uh, that's so hard. That's so hard for me to answer because it depends on the project. So there have been some chapters um, of book two that I'm working on right now in real time that I've drafted in a day, right? There are other chapters that I still have half drafted that have been going on for weeks. Um, So it's just really, really difficult to figure out how long it actually takes to draft things. But I would say... Um, you know, I think I've drafted things, um, whole projects in as little as three months before and as long as eight months before. Um, it just really, again, depends on what season of life you're in and how much you're willing to make writing a priority, right? And then a lot of those times too, even if you're in a season where you can make writing a priority, sometimes life happens, (laughs) right? So, um, you know, sometimes like you you get delayed, right? As you're drafting, sometimes you get delayed. So I, you know, I would give yourself time because you are creating, you know, something out of nothing. You are taking your raw ideas from all your brainstorming and your planning and you're turning it into pages. And that takes effort and that takes time. So anywhere from three to six to nine months, um, it takes for me to crank out a draft. (laughs) So then after the draft exists, then you hand it off to get feedback from someone. So I like to ask my husband Roger for feedback because we're both English majors and like he gives really fantastic feedback. Um, But I also make sure to hire an editor. So I have a developmental editor that I always hand my manuscripts off to and Tori is brilliant and amazing and I just love her so much. Um, And she will dig into the manuscript take a couple of months, like sometimes it's a month, sometimes it's two months, um, and she will dig into it and give me comments, right? So then after I get the comments, then it's time to revise. And this is a really fun part of the the process as well. It's fun in a completely different way um, than drafting is. Um, With revising, you get a chance to make the writing better, and that is just so much fun and challenging in a completely different way. (laughs) So how long does it take me to revise? Like once again, it's an, uh, I don't know, kind of a question because it depends. It depends on my season of life. It depends on um, how much there is to revise. So I'm going to be fully honest. Um, It took a lot of revisions (laughs) for Guide to Journaling to come out into the world because I really flung stuff onto the paper for the first draft like oh it was ugly (laughs) it was very rough very raw so there was a lot that I had to rewrite and overhaul to make guide to journaling the solid book that it is today so if I had to break it down um I wrote guide to journaling from May through August I hired Tori at the end of August and we did revisions on it from the end of August all the way through to the end of February. So like seven months-ish, seven months of revision. 
And that revision included tons and tons of rewrites and even creating some chapters that didn't originally first exist. So um, for me, revision uh, takes a long time. But that is because I intentionally give myself permission to be messy AF in the very first draft. I fully subscribe and wholeheartedly believe in Anne Lamott's strategy of shitty first draft where you just write what you write, you say it how you need to say it, and you fully know well that you're going to revise it and make it so much better later. I love to write that way because it lends itself to so much self-discovery, so much expansion, so much abundance and organic development of ideas, which makes the final product so much better. But also (laughs) a kind of repercussion um, of doing that is lots of revision later, right? Because the manuscript is very messy. Lots of it needs to be fine-tuned and shaped and, you know, rethought and a little bit rewritten. So That's why I like to spend more time in that revision stage because I know that I'm doing exactly what I need to do to make the manuscript the best that it could possibly be. So that brings us to the final stage or one of the final stages, which is editing and proofreading. So I totally outsource this as well. So Tori, um, she doubles as my developmental editor and my Um, editor, editor, my proofreader, essentially. So she makes sure that everything is all good, that, you know, um, the commas are where they're supposed to be, the, that there's no typos, like all of that, like fine tooth comb stuff. It has nothing to do with the content. It's all about the commas and the grammar and all that stuff. And it's truly, really tricky to figure out how long this stage, um, takes as well, because, It depends on if you're going to do it yourself or if you're going to hire out. And if you hire out a professional to do the editing, it depends on how many projects they've got on their plate, right? Um, It's also very crucial for the proofreading and the editing to not be rushed because you do not want any errors in your manuscript. Like that is unprofessional and kind of um, diminishes the quality of your manuscript. And I know that sucks and that's really shitty, but it's, it's the truth, right? Um, so it just depends on how long it's going to take, depending on who you hire out. Um, and just also the state of your manuscript, like you might not have a ton of errors, so the editor could go faster or you might have a ton of errors and, um, they've got to do a couple sweeps through the manuscript. Like it just depends. But for me and in my experience, um, it's about another month, about another month to make sure that all the formatting and all the commas are where they're supposed to be. And then obviously, if you're putting the book out yourself somewhere in there in that editing stage or like the, the um, as you're getting toward the end of revising your book, that's the time to really start thinking about marketing and promotion. Like what's your marketing and release campaign going to look like? Who's going to design your cover? You know, all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, (laughs) that's um, the production trajectory and time frame and timeline that I have used in the past. Is it always going to be that way? No, right? Sometimes it's going to be faster. Sometimes it's going to be slower. It just depends so totally and completely on a bunch of different factors. Where I'm at, what my priorities are, um, and just where I'm at in in my life and what's going on. So hopefully it was helpful for you to hear about my book writing production process um, just to give you a frame of reference because as you know, it was not my intention in this episode to tell you exactly what you had to do and how long it was going to take. Because again, as I've said a million times in this episode, each individual person is different. 
But that said, <laughs> if you're like, Megan, like, ah, oh, like I really, really want to write my book in a year. What would that production timeline look like? I've got your back. <laughs> so if you really, really want to write your book in a year, here's what a production schedule would look like. You'd take one month to plan and to pre-write. You'd take three months to draft the book. You would take one month for feedback, five months for revision, and two months to edit, to format, to get the cover design, and to come up with a marketing plan. So can you write a book in a year? Absolutely. Abso-freaking-lutely. But as your friends, I want to make sure that you're not sacrificing quality for speed and that you're not going to start sprinting down a path of book production that robs you of joy and burns you out and that you hate the process, right? Like that sounds horrible. That's like my worst nightmare because writing a book under those conditions and all that pressure is just not worth it, right? It took Sabah to hear five years to write her incredible book, An Ember in the Ashes. It took Toni Morrison pretty much seven years between each of her amazing award-winning books. And I just am telling you this <laughs> to remind you that at the end of the day, time doesn't matter. What does matter is how your book is going to impact people. So to close out today's episode, I want to remind you, as always, that your voice, your experiences, your story it matters. It freaking matters now more than ever, right? And sure, you might be scared or overwhelmed or filled with doubt or even telling yourself a story that you're not a writer or that you don't know where to start or that you can't do this, right? But, you know, hey, for one, <laughs> if you know, you have that dream on your heart. I know a girl who's got an affordable introduction to writing your book course to help you out with that. All you got to do is check the show notes of this podcast. But more seriously, more importantly, you have the power and the potential within you to be able to do this, to be able to figure this out. Because like my girl Keisha Fitzgerald says, if you're gifted the vision, you are also gifted the ability to figure this out. I love you. I believe in you. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and we will chat again soon. 